we're going to record this whole thing, and then news is going to break in the last five minutes that makes us have to re-record it, huh? Oh, almost undoubtedly. Yeah, I think like Anthony Davis is gonna like what like what's the news that's gonna break in the last five minutes of this Wait, podcast? Wait, you're talking about Anthony Davis? I thought we were talking about LeBron James coming back. No, what's been not. going on with Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis is uh, he's basically a Laker already. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's good news for the uh-huh. it's good news for the team. All right, go us. Yeah, not surprising that you were not aware of this until I alerted you. That's Even though I wrote discussed. like all of the articles in front of you. Who's to let facts get in the way of good jokes? <laughs> Welcome to The Lake Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. That's Harrison Fagan. He is in my house. I gotta say, watching you edit in real time is not the best feeling. Why is that? Because well, you cuss a lot about what I write. Like, it's not... You could use your indoor voice at least, Chris Broussard. Okay. I cussed (laughs) while I was editing what you wrote because you wrote curse words into your story. So, (laughs) no, I've actually been excited today to have you write all of this stuff because I think having Anthony write the stuff about Anthony Davis is actually, like, great for SEO. Like, halfway. It's halfway there. (laughs) I'm part of the Have you considered legally changing your name just for branding? Yeah. Anthony Trade Rumors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, As you guys have probably noticed, there's a ton going on uh, as it pertains to Anthony Davis. He made his his trade demand known to the New Orleans Pelicans, according to, I guess, differing results or reports back on Friday. Yeah. There were some there were some reports that he did it on Friday. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing that that didn't come out until now, if that's really true. I, what do you think of the chances? Like Rich Paul was like, "Hey, just let this let this sit over the weekend. Let him let him have the weekend, yeah. and then Woj and I are going to drop it at four a.m. on Monday morning." Yeah, that's the thing. It's been I mean, it was there East since, Coast time. It's been sitting there since Monday. It was a scheduled tweet, and you dropped it out Friday when when then, the people who would be most interested, the Los Angeles Lakers fan base, is in Los Angeles at four in the morning. That's I wasn't four. I think it was like five when they went out, like five move. our time. Yeah. Well, I woke up and. Like, I, it took me a couple minutes to process, like, that it wasn't just Woj plugging his podcast or something that I was getting <laughs> an alert about. I, like, had to look at it a couple times. I'm like, Anthony Davis trade. Like, oh, oh, Whoa. this is happening. <laughs> I and gotta wake I up. immediately started. I was all the way awake. I was, my cat was staring at me. Like, he had, like, his head <laughs> cocked. Like, what are you doing right now? Type it. Like, I'm hungry. Can you feed me? And. <laughs> And I, like as I tie, I banged out an Anthony Davis story. I don't really remember what I wrote totally. Yeah. Went back to sleep for like two hours. Turns out that like that was the worst possible time because it came out what the Pelicans were probably asking for, mm-hmm. which was Lonzo Ball, Brand, uh, not Brandon not Ingram, Brandon as Ingram. you initially reported yeah. um, <laughs> accidentally. I actually look. I, I, I like and respect all the people reporting this, uh, but I have insight. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like Lonzo, Kyle Kuzma, Avica Zubats, yeah. and a first-round pick. Isn't it kind of funny that, like, like a good month or so of solid basketball launched? <laughs> it is wild. Zubats Zubats went for Avica Zubats. <laughs> now, I, see, I don't know if it's over Ingram because, like— you never ask for everything you want right at first, right? Like yeah, it's a you negotiation. do. That's ne- no, you negotiate down. Like you start by asking for the world, and then this you like. This explains you know, my paycheck. 
fired by Vox now. Is this because why I, I explained negotiating to you. Is this why I only got thir- is this why I only got twenty percent of revenue when I was on Locked On Lakers? Yes. You were like, hey, I don't want to ask. I was for like, too I want much. ten. Yeah. And then I asked for twenty. <laughs> and you felt bad and gave it to me. No, um, so that brain fart from get, being on like three hours of sleep aside, well, I mean, I think I think we're both on. We should get to the point here, and I think that is like we are both on the same page that the Lakers should, tr- yeah. like, they should give up everything. Like, yeah. if they ask for the Shaq statue in front of Staples Center, mm-hmm. you give it to them. If they ask that you put a Pelicans jersey on it, you do that. Wait, okay. is there an asset that you would like of those kinds of assets? Is there? Do you think there's something the Lakers would balk it? Like if the if the Pelicans ask for one of Kobe's jerseys, do the Lakers say yes? Is it signed? I think that's the que- <laughs> I think that's the real question. Yeah. Do we? Man, isn't isn't so you, the, you have to you can have Anthony Davis, but you have to take down the number eight jersey. He's a Pelican now. You should retroactively trade number eight Kobe to the Pelicans. So I got to figure this out. So because now it's on my mind. It was the Charlotte Hornets that eventually became the New Orleans Pelicans and, and all that. Yes. They were the ones who traded Kobe Bryant away. Yes. Right? Yeah. So just think of that coming full circle. Oh, the, see, there you go. <laughs> he can trade for one of Kobe's retired jerseys for Anthony Davis. I think yeah. it's a fair trade. I think so, too. I uh, know. So I think the Lakers... They should give up. Like, if the Pelicans say, like, we want Anthony da- – or if you want Anthony Davis, you have to give us Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Avica Zubats, whatever else you have to do to make the salaries work. I think, like, Lance would work there. Yeah. KCP would work there. Uh, and, like, that's the packet. And you need to give us a first-round pick or maybe two first-round picks. There, there, is no, there is no package that the New Orleans Pelicans could, could ask for that I would – not is there a pick? Is true. there is there a pick that's too far out? Like if it was a pick, if it was a first rounder, how many years out can you trade first rounders? Is it take five? Four. It's four. Uh-huh. Okay. If it was their first round pick, four years out. Actually, no. Still- I take that back. It it can be as far as eight years, right? Because like you were, they, they were the Houston Rockets were thinking about trading four first round picks to Minnesota for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and they have to but be alternating. They years. have to be alternating. So yeah. So as far be. as so like eight years, whatever, is pretty far. Yeah, eight years is pretty far. Like that would give me some pause. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, but I still don't think that you let that make or break the deal. Like, if you have a chance to put Anthony Davis and LeBron James together, yeah. you just do it. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. And you see what ring chasers that you get, can, yeah. that can, and you see what, like, what still end of roster guys that you can get. You still, still have some cap space left, not mm-hmm. necessarily, not a hundred percent enough to get a third star, but we can get into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, and, and that also depends on who you send out. Would you? In would the you? Package. Are there any players? So you and I are gonna we're gonna talk about players that we think should be kept and like which order that the Lakers yeah. should prioritize them. But are there any players, or is there? Would you rather send out picks or players, given what the Lakers currently have? Hmm. Probably picks, just because the picks are going to be worse going forward. Because I think like, so you're too. going to have a pretty good team, and so. you can and you can re-sign these guys using the bird rights. Yeah, and and I think that's you know you you kind of and also of know you, what you if have you're just there. starting the cycle of getting more young guys in, and they're going to be like end of first round young guys, like yeah. they're still going to take time to develop. We've right. seen they aren't these ready. guys are more these guys are going to the be more. They're closer to the timeline. They mm-hmm. aren't on the timeline, but yeah. they're closer. So if you could keep one of these guys, I think that's ideal. But like. You know, so like I guess we should get we can get into it. No, so I, I want to spend a little bit more okay. time on. And so so just so people are clear here, one, 
Google how old Anthony Davis is. Like this is not this is not acquiring Carl Malone and Gary Payton. This is not acquiring. I had people comparing it to the Nash and Howard thing right. and saying like, no, Anthony Davis is like Dwight Howard during that trade. It's like still like Dwight Howard was coming off of a catastrophic back injury. Anthony yeah. Davis is dealing with finger problems. Also, I think Howard was older in that situation, and I think. Anthony Davis is a better player than than Dwight Howard. I will agree with you on that. Although at that point it was probably close. So like I think sometimes we like minimize yeah, yeah, yeah. how great Dwight no, Howard was. No, I mean he was at one point an MVP candidate. He was coming off of that like that back injury, and back injuries for big men are just you know it's yeah, like, especially it's death. especially back injuries on big men who rely as heavily. The Lakers as, traded for him in twenty. It was the twenty twelve thirteen season. Yeah, that, that was the only. He was twenty seven then, so he was still two years older than Davis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I, I again I, and I would. More mileage not as and good more in, injury prone and probably not as good. Yeah. I don't I don't think man, that'd be a fun conversation to have. Peak Dwight Howard versus peak Anthony Davis. The thing is, we haven't really seen peak. Yeah, Anthony I don't Davis. even know if Anthony Davis has hit his peak, which is yeah. another reason that you trade for him, because he's already like a top five player in the NBA. Right. Like Anthony Davis. Like I I, people is, are the Pelicans sat like continual continual treadmill of sadness has <laughs> taken away from how good Anthony Davis is. Yeah. He's really, really good. He's a good passer. He's a good shooter. He can tra- handle the ball for also a seven, taller than seven Dwight footer. Howard. Yeah, he's like he has endless arm. He's like he's like imagine if Brandon Ingram was taller, a good Thicker. shooter, m- more muscular, and good at basketball, and then you have Anthony <laughs> Davis. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a fun player to watch. I think. Yeah. I think. I, and I would be. I would be open to trading Brandon Ingram for that player. Yeah. I would. I would be pretty happy. <laughs> Dang it, that's Anthony, gonna be. Anthony, that's gonna be snipped. Anthony Davis is <laughs> Anthony Davis is Brandon Ingram if you turn all the sliders up, including height uh, height on two K. Yeah, 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 he's he's in he, talent to ninety nine. Like talent, turn, talent gets slid up there as well. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. but I. So here's. Here's the thing, too, that I think is worth keeping an eye on or, or worth mentioning here as to why you make this acquisition is you have LeBron, and and let's say, like, even if I was to tell you, Harrison, that I think Lonzo Ball, uh, or if I could see the future, Lonzo Ball might one day become as good as Anthony Davis. Do we think, though, that's going to happen over the next three years? No, no, no. I don't, I don't think he. I don't know that he's no, ever no. going to be that. I don't think he's ever yeah, going yeah, yeah. to be. But I don't think he's ever. But I'm saying, I'm saying over the next three years, no. Let's say, no. let's say that somehow happens, yeah. right? That somehow happens that that Lonzo becomes one day as good as Anthony Davis is right now. That's not happening over the next three years, and you have LeBron for the next three years, and he's also going to be. We're already seeing it, right? He's going to miss his 17th straight game next next game. He's yeah. not going to play Tuesday, so we know he's on a decline, and we know the Lakers only have him for at least this season, two years, and then maybe a third year after that. And so, like, my but even the is, third year after that, it's like, yeah, you weren't going to get. Not, he's probably not going to be LeBron anymore. Yeah. If anything, so when when we did Locked On Lakers live at Tom's Urban out there at it, it, it LA. Uh, I, we were I'm asked that out. when we were asked, "Hey, would you like to? Who do you think is going to be the second best player at the end of in year three or year four of LeBron's contract with the Lakers?" And I said, "Probably not on the team yet. Probably LeBron." Yeah. Oh, that's actually fair. Yeah, because if you know, especially if this and if it's not, you may have a problem. Yes. Yeah. I actually think so. And so, and 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 you know, it's all about it's all it's all about 
optimizing the, the, the current situation that the Lakers find, them, find themselves in with LeBron James currently on the roster. And in this case, trading literally everything that is not bolted down in Staples Center and in that facility, that, that brand new facility, everything that, that can be moved should be moved for him. Yeah, would you trade the training center for him? Oh, man. They got to practice at like a high nice. school gym. Yeah, it, it's very nice. It looks pretty confirm. nice. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also want to say, though, too, and, and I wrote this in one of the articles that I wrote today, but the Lakers are going to be behind the eight ball here to a certain extent because, like, we already saw the Pelicans throw out there the, the tampering word again to well, the NBA. Yeah, and so they threw that out and wanted the NBA to force tampering rules, which mm-hmm. unless there's something – I can allow for there's there is something none. that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like, like Magic forgot to use his burner email right. account when mm-hmm. talking to Rich Paul or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, like, if there's nothing that we don't know about – Jagic there, Monson there's no, emailed <laughs> there's no uh, There's no tampering – that's gone on. LeBron has technically, by the letter of the law, tampered with Anthony Davis, but they don't enforce that for no. players. They've demonstrably over the years, like Portland Trailblazers players were openly recruiting Carmelo Anthony. Yep. Draymond Green has bragged multiple times about, about calling Kevin Durant from yep. the parking lot after the Warriors lost in the finals. He has done that on the record multiple times. Did not get no tampering fine whatsoever. No. The NBA does not fine for tampering, and LeBron knows it, and he's proud of it, and so he'll talk about in post-game scrums who yeah. he wants to play with. Because he knows the NBA it, can't touch him. It might be something that the league rethinks, say, this offseason. Yeah, but I don't think you do can that. just you have react to, send to out, precedent right now. No, no, now. no. You have to send out a memo or something that the yeah. precedent has changed. So, like, maybe the league, in response to this, sends out something saying, like, okay, now players are no longer allowed to do this. Right. Then, like, and that would be very hard to enforce, which is why they haven't done it in the right. past. And so, like, that... I don't think that they will do that, but they could do that. But it would be ridiculous and unfair Mm -hmm. to penalize the Lakers for it when the pre- when every indication had told them that there was they weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah. Or at least LeBron wasn't. I'm just I'm just glad David Stern isn't in power. Like that's my legitimately like I'm not even joking. Yeah, his, I'm, like, I'm his, really happy. His one weakness is angry Dan Gilbert emails. Yeah, I can't. Like, can you believe what LeBron's doing? Yeah, <laughs> David Stern's like, look, I wouldn't have responded, but it was written in Comic Sans, man. Yeah, I, that's a, like, that's a that's a that's kryptonite, but. I wanted to say, though, as it pertains to why the Lakers, another reason why the Lakers should be willing to be at least amiable, amicable with with the uh, New Orleans Pelicans here is they are probably some of the least popular people in the in the Pelicans organization right now. Like Del Demps probably legitimately hates Everything that has to do with the Lakers right now. Probably everybody in the in the Pelicans hates them right yeah. now. So like, yeah, that's another. Like, if you so go you to them gotta, in good you faith, nice, <laughs> and you're just like, and you're just like, hey, look, he requested a trade here. Like, this doesn't have to be awkward. Right. We can be adults and about it. To be clear, it. he has not yet requested He's the requested, Lakers. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't specifically requested the mm-hmm. Lakers, but this would appear heading in that direction to be a specific agitation to mm-hmm. get to the Lakers mm-hmm. because like you don't throw uh, you don't throw all of this chaos against the wall and create all of this if you're not trying to get him to the Lakers because the other places, the Knicks have been mentioned as a potential suitor in the Celtics can't make their best offers until June or July. Yeah. And so, like, if, you, if, if you're if you Rich Paul, like, you don't, it, like, this is a clear move to try and get him to the Lakers or somewhere else. Like, I, there's no other suitor that makes sense. No. And so, I, I'm to me, it seems pretty clear that it's a Lakers thing. Yeah, I, I just... Why and we and we'll see how this story evolves over the next ten days. We still have some time here before the trade deadline actually 
comes around and 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 we'll see how things go at that point. But I just don't see the point of floating this request out there right now if it isn't to stir up Espe- some dirt. Especially because it looks like Davis is probably going to get fined for it because technically players can't publicly do trade requests anymore. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And so it looks like we got some clarification on that statement from the league that came out right before we started recording this that, you know, the league was looking into this and everybody's like, how are they going to get the Lakers for tampering? What are they they're looking into what? It, it, it would seem that they're looking into the how trade Davis request is handling thing. this. Yeah. yeah. And that they may fine him. I don't think that there's anything they can do to the Lakers for that. I don't think that they can say he can't go to the Lakers. Do you for think that. do you think Anthony Davis plays another game for the New Orleans Pelicans? He's currently I hurt. do. I do because these franchises never handle this competently and <laughs> it's like always like a long awkward like drawn out rip off like slow peel off of the band-aid. Mm-hmm. And so it, the, it's the like one, there was a, there was a tweet I think from Vice this morning that like it started this the premise of it it started with if the New Orleans Pelicans are smart they will and and Mike Prada our I think technically our boss at SB yeah, Nation one of them. was yeah one of them well he quote tweeted it with these like the first couple words in that sentence are doing a lot of work there <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would probably you, the you Pelicans. Mean, you the mean Pelicans the same general manager over the last several years would not suggest. Yeah, that the they same are particularly general manager smart. who couldn't figure out a way to win more than what two playoff series, one playoff series over the entirety of his time having. That's Anthony I think it was Davis. one. I think yeah. it was one because they upset the Blazers last year and then lost to the lost to the uh, to the Warriors. Warriors and. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like they were they released their own statement or whatever, and I suggest you go to silverscreenroll.com and read this thing. We put it out there. I think the headline was like the Pelicans are crying to Woj about tampering, mm-hmm. and um, like they released their statement. And they talked about like we have implored the league to like enforce its tampering rules and stuff like. And I I I highly recommend that you read their entire statement and you play Sarah McLaughlin's mm-hmm. in the arms of an angel underneath <laughs> in the background as you read it just to hit the peak sadness that they were going for. They're like we can't do anything. The right. Lakers are, they're being mean and they're doing illegal things and mm-hmm. please feel bad for us. We, it's not because we volunteer, voluntarily signed Omir uh, Sheik to a multi-million dollar <laughs> like ginormous deal a couple years ago. This isn't our fault. Yeah. I. Though we've hamstrung our cap on a thoroughly mediocre team that may not even make the playoffs. I I, I don't have any sympathy for, for that organization. For the city, for the city, I feel bad for them. Yeah. I love New Orleans. Well, especially on top of the it. on top of the Saints thing last week, this is yeah. just a real. It's a tough week for yeah. Twenty nineteen has sucked for the city of New Orleans. Yes. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the kids. Okay, we'll we'll put them in order. I think you and I, we pretty much agree that it's Lonzo Ball and everybody else, right? Yeah. In terms of guys who we would most want the Lakers to hold on tight to, in the event that the Pelicans ask for him. That said, and I think you would once agree with me on this. Well, so it's going to be nearly impossible. Let, it's going to be nearly impossible, but let's say uh, let's set up the premise of this. We're go, we're going to talk about the Lakers young guys and we are saying this with what we talked about in the last segment that we would be willing to give up any and all of them to make this deal. But it is I, I would say based on the prices that people have paid for stars over the last couple years in the league, I would say it's unlikely that it costs the entire cupboard. They may be able to 
to keep one of these guys. It, it depends. It's a different situation because Davis has two years left on his deal, theoretically. And, it, like, there's just other context there. Like, the Pelicans are really going to be looking to gouge the Lakers since Davis is doing them wrong in their eyes. Mm-hmm. But, like, if the Lakers can keep one of these guys, let's make the case for and against keeping each one of these each guys. Guy. I, I'm, I'll let you go ahead and start with the case for Lonzo Ball. Since I, we are both in agreement that he would be at the top of our priority list in in terms of keeping. He, being Lonzo Ball, is the perfect point guard, in my opinion, to put alongside a team that's going to have at least two superstars and maybe a third. He doesn't need the ball in his hands to be to be impactful. He plays really good defense at the at the primary defender position of point guard and, and point of attack. Uh, he has got well, he's gotten better in that respect. He's a very good team defender. He's a very good rebounder that's going to help the Lakers get out in transition and do all of those things still. And if his shot comes around, then you're talking about literally the best point guard that the Lakers could put alongside the guys that they're looking to put that they're that they're trying to team up. Yeah, and the if that you put there is a pretty big if about the about the if the shot comes around mm-hmm. because Lonzo Ball has thus far in his two NBA seasons shot 36% last year from the field and 40.6% overall this year, which is better, but mm-hmm. still not great. Still not great. Uh, Three-point percentage, 30.5% last year. This year he has improved to 32.9. <laughs> still not great. He yeah. was, to be fair, he was a lot better over that last month where LeBron was out. And isn't that he was what we've said on. about him? Well, that's what I'm Every saying. Like, all these guys have hot stretches. Mm-hmm. And so like you have, to, you have to look at the aggregate. And I don't just say that as an aggregator. Like, you have to look at (laughs) the, like, entirety of their body of work. And I am optimistic that Lonzo Ball will be the best NBA player out of this entire young core, but there are very real concerns. Mm -hmm. I do think that, like, the defense and the playmaking and all this stuff that you mentioned is worth, like, talking about, but at the same time, this is not a guy that you let hold up an Anthony Davis trade. This is the guy that you draft to be the centerpiece of an Anthony Davis trade and have the Pelicans take a chance on if he can pan out and reach his full potential as they kind of grasp to get something back. Yep. Like, it would be great if the Lakers didn't have to include Lonzo. Like, maybe maybe LeVar needs to come out of the woodwork over the next couple weeks. They need to have, like, a stage. Are you saying that we're going to get another, like, random knee? Well, surgery? right now his knee's already hurt. But, no, I'm saying I'm saying LeVar needs to come out and make, like, as much noise as possible about, like, the city of New Orleans is trash. Oh, like, he needs to start talking about, like, how legitimate the Rams' uh, NFC title game win was. <laughs> like, LeVar, like, uh, just go on, like, first take or something and talk about how, like, he doesn't understand why the city of New Orleans is a bunch of crybabies mm-hmm. and would never want his son playing there. To be clear, and, these are not stances we hold, but what LeVar needs to say. Yes. <laughs> um, the, but, like, LeVar needs to go and make some noise. Like, I don't know, maybe take a shot at Trump again. Just, like, just really generate some headlines and stuff. Right. And I, Anthony and I are willing to take one for the team and aggregate all that stuff just to keep Lonzo well, here. you are especially well, willing to. Prayers up for Christian if, the, if this is what actually <laughs> happens. All right, let's go next player down the list. I well, what order do you have them in? Like, well, I don't. I don't think that we should tell each other the exact order. I think that we can go. We can alternate, okay. and then like we could see if one of us is surprised okay. by the other one. All and right. uh, so, I, I, Ingram is next for me. 
Is who, he who you had next? Yeah, yeah. I you think have Ingram after Ball? There's a considerable gap between the two of them. Yes. And then there's not very much of a to, gap No, to between... me it's Ball and it's not particularly close. And I've yeah. been saying that since last summer. I've been saying that since last year. I yeah. just think that the way that he impacts the game in so many different ways, while being an atrocious scorer for the most part, is like kind of incredible and makes him like idea the complete low usage point guard that you'd want to kind of be like the lubricant of this offense and just like keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think like, but Ingram is next to me. And I think that people have gotten too down on Ingram because of like the fit with LeBron. He didn't really step up when LeBron didn't play well. But I think like, this isn't something that I'm incredibly optimistic about happening. So maybe this is more of an argument to include him in the trade. Mm-hmm. But if you get uh, like a coaching staff in, which it would appear the Lakers are going to have a different coaching staff next year, mm. that focus it gets Ingram to focus on the things that he is good at, the things that help the Lakers, and not the things that he has been told by you know certain front office executives that he should focus on, uh, like as far as like individual scoring and things like that. Like when Ingram is getting to the rim relentlessly, he is a helpful player. When Ingram is making plays for his teammates and moving the ball and like willingly shooting corner threes, he is a lot more helpful when Ingram is on defense he can be a helpful player it's just that too often he is isolating and like breaking off the offense going one-on-one and taking an elbow jumper and like uh, like or some type of pull-up mid-range shot or some crazy floater like off balance thing that he just like because he can get the shot off he's tricked into thinking it's a good shot because Mm -hmm. of his long arms wherever wherever he winds up next and if it's with the Lakers still I think they need to do the same thing there's a chance that they can develop there's a chance that he's only 21 years old 21 year olds turn it around all the time wherever he winds up though he, the team that he is employed by needs to take a hardline stance on how he develops and the things that he focuses on yeah. in his development. Because otherwise, as, as we've seen, he focuses on the wrong things in his development. And, and, and it's why like it's, it's impossible to say why you and I, I don't think we'll ever fully understand how these percentages kind of play out, whether it's Ingram, who ignores the coaching staff or the coaching staff that is telling Ingram to focus on the wrong things. Or I, Magic I Johnson saying, you better be averaging 20 points or I'm going to be disappointed. Right, right. It's, yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to say like wh- where all the blame kind of gets sent out in, in, that, in that conversation. But it doesn't matter where it gets sent out because it, it, the reality of the situation is he, to this point, has focused on the wrong things in, in, in developing his game. And I think if he sticks around with the Lakers, especially really if he sticks around with the Lakers, they're really going to have to put their foot down and say, no, this is the player you're going to be. Otherwise, he'll, he'll continue to not fit alongside LeBron. AD, and then again, if they're focused on landing a, a, a third superstar beyond those guys. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in agreement on that. I just think that it's worth noting, again, that he's 21. Victor Oladipo was 25 when he broke out last year. Like, I'm not saying that Ingram will reach that level, mm-hmm. but guys, uh, sometimes guys are late bloomers. And, like, that sometimes. shouldn't, just like guys being Doncic shouldn't be the expectation, guys being Oladipo shouldn't be the expectation. But, like, it's fair to say that Ingram could start to show a little more, like, as he gets older. I think that people are, I, I think the pendulum has swung too far back the other way on him from completely irrational optimism to almost completely not irrational pessimism, but very, very diehard pessimism at this point. Yeah. I'm guilty as charged. Yeah. So uh, I think before we before we get into the next person, we should probably take a break and pay some bills here.
All right, so we've talked about Lonzo Ball. We have talked about Brandon Ingram. Next up on the list, I think, and and probably somebody who is at the top of some some people's list, right? I, just because. Oh yeah. If, if it's who I think it is, the amount of hype that that he seems to generate. Yeah, Avitsa Zubat. <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle Kuzma is is oh that's is okay, probably that's... the next person who I think is going to be mentioned here, and and somebody who I'm, I have seen quite a bit of people say like in in writing these articles about the trade demands from Davis and what the Pelicans might be looking for and where how we're evaluating. Players or by by anonymous scouts, all that stuff. Kyle Kuzma gets an inordinate amount, I think, of of hype for somebody who has done relatively little in the NBA. He's uh, you know, he has Mamba mentality, Anthony, and that's the most important quality that you can get in a Laker specifically. No other NBA. Oh wait, so that means he's gonna suck. Wherever he goes next. Yeah, well, he won't be able to channel them. Or maybe he'll be... Don't listen to this, they need to, They need to convince the Pelicans that they're like, no, he's he's like the next Kobe. He's just got to get a chance to get like out from behind his hey, nickname. Hey, you, you passed on keeping the, the actual last Kobe. Here's your chance Here's to your make chance up his, for... His biggest cosplayer. <laughs> Uh, but may, I'll, I guess I guess I'm in charge of making the case for keeping. No, Kuzma. I, if you want, I can make the case Please for. Please do. Him. I'm not so, really. Yeah. So I'll make the case. Tall for Jordan Clarkson isn't. Is oh my god! Did you, I can't believe you just said that on the air. <laughs> I thought that that was that was. See, this was. I wasn't going to put Anthony on blast for this earlier this year, but I had a screen grab saved for if Anthony, <laughs> if Anthony ever wronged me. There was a screen grab of him saying like, Kyle Kuzma is a taller Jordan Clarkson that I have. <laughs> From Slack, and I was just saving that just in case I ever needed it. If it was like Anthony ever, like you know, leaked a weird photo. I'm of mostly me again. kidding. To be clear, everybody, I'm I don't mostly know. kidding. Uh, see, now he's walking back because he he's like he's sensing the anger no, that's going to be. I don't want to deal tomorrow. with Lakers Reddit again. Yeah. So no, I, I think the reason that you keep Kuzma is because he's been a relatively efficient scorer alongside LeBron, even this year, while his three point shot hasn't really been there like it was during his rookie season, mm-hmm. and he's shown to be a player like Lonzo that can be very low usage. He doesn't he doesn't always play like that, but unlike Ingram, he has more consistently shown that there are games where he can be that kind of like obviously he's not Clay Thompson, but he can have that type of Role where it's like he goes off in very few possessions. Mm -hmm. And, like, again, he's not Clay Thompson. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you need guys sort of similar. You need guys of that archetype or of that role, like, that can play that type of role where they can play off of stars like Anthony Davis and LeBron and get very few touches but make a big impact. And then, like, he's gotten better about trying his ass off on defense this year. Like, last year that was not always there. At least the smarts weren't there. This year he does do smarter things, and Luke and the staff deserve credit for using him in smarter ways. Ways. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think that just all those, and he's older, he's more on the timeline of those guys. Like he, he theoretically has less upside than Ball and Ingram, but at the same time, he's more consistently been a good NBA player. And I think that especially when you factor in that his struggles have really only happened for the, like, and really been exposed once LeBron went down, like that he was a pretty helpful player alongside LeBron. I'm not actually that worried about him long-term. And if the Lakers can find a way to keep him, I don't think they can because it seems like basketball people probably have Kuzma the highest out of this group. And so like, 
I don't think they'll keep Kuzma, but if they can, he is the type of guy that would theoretically fit in pretty well alongside the like that's the argument He's really against Ingram. Though, Ingram has value, but Ingram, I don't really know. Like on an on a, already on a LeBron team, he's struggling with role. And like if you're putting Anthony Davis into that mix, what does Brandon Ingram even do? Like that's the biggest argument well, against him. Whereas like he does defend. Whereas, so like Kyle Kuzma is not good at, as good at that, but he I would think makes up for it in a lot of ways on the offensive end. And so that is my case for keeping Kuz, who I don't... I think it's like... I think he's gone if the Lakers make a deal with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way they keep him out of it. No, I and it and it wouldn't be like their choice either. I think they that's really what I like mean. Kuz like I don't think well. there's any way the Pelicans let them because Kuz is a guy that they can sell to their fans. Yeah, they. Yeah, I. Here's my thing though. All of the things that you mentioned there are are narratives that I think are pretty reputation driven. That I don't know if he's necessarily earned quite yet. What. Kuzma is fine. He is thoroughly fine. He is thoroughly okay. And that should be perfectly fine for people. Like that's a, and and maybe he grows beyond fine to being a legitimately valuable role player. And for Kuzma in this is how he differs from Brandon Ingram. You can see how that would happen, right? You could see which role he could play that would allow him to to be that type of player or make that type of impact or work in that type of way with LeBron James or and Anthony Davis and whatever. Yeah. Uh, all that said, I just I want to see more of the actual production more than you know the, the the stuff that I have to read tweets about and how he just seems to get it and he has mama mentality. I'm not talking about that. that. I wasn't seriously implying no, no, those know, were good things. Like I, I but think, but there's so much noise about it that I think it's fair to is, be annoyed by. But it. But the production is real. Like the production aspect of it, it might be overhyped, but it's also been real. Like there's Somewhat. a real uh, there's a he real base to, to it. He needs to shoot yes, better. Yes, but he was shooting a lot better. Before He's shooting LeBron worse than Lonzo this year. He was shoot, but before LeBron, I'm gonna look up, the, up these on-off splits. You go ahead and keep talking. But he's shooting right now. He has a worse three-point percentage on the season than Lonzo Ball does. Yes, that's not great, Bob. No, it's not. <laughs> like, it's, if if I'm supposed to hear about this guy who does, he, he did does hit seven threes in one game. Though, he does. So. He does. He does have a very nice shot. You could see how that shot could become repeatable and sustainable over the course of an NBA career, uh, especially in comparison to Lonzo Ball's slingshot thing, whatever he tries to do. So I get, I get why people would overhype his shot, but I, I don't agree with the hype right now. And and the Lakers, look, if they send out. If they nope, send out, was, they were shooting exactly the same, thirty-four point one percent, heading into that Christmas Day game. <laughs> Literally exactly the same. <laughs> That's great, but let's if you're if you're if you're sending out as the Lakers are going to be probably three or four rotation players, maybe even more rotation players to acquire Anthony Davis. The people that you keep have to produce; they have to. And I don't. I haven't seen enough from Kuzma in actual production to where I would say, yeah, no, he's untouchable in an Anthony Davis trade. I just don't. I think that's a fi- no. I think that's absolutely a fair stance to tra- take because none of these guys should be untouchable in an Anthony Davis right. trade. But I do think that he's. I think you're a little lower on him than is probably fair because you are so anti the like Kobe stuff. Yeah, and I, I think that that does somewhat influence your perspective. Probably him, does. It's fine. I just don't like, like. I just don't like hype from people who don't get it. Like for, from people who don't deserve it. I just don't. And I say that as a thoroughly overrated. 
podcast producer. Since uh, since LeBron went down, the ball shot thirty point eight percent from three. Kuzma thirty point six. So it's like close. Great, but he's supposed to be better than Ball. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a low bar. <laughs> he's supposed to be like objectively and easily by a long shot by a long shot better than Lonzo Ball, and he has not been in yeah. that regard. Well, at all, period, really. But uh, so should I go with who I have next? Yeah, you should. This is not going to be a surprise to people. It's uh, it's hard. So wow, yeah, it is. That is a surprise to me. Yeah, I thought, I thought for I thought sure you were be. going. I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, people will react if I put Zoo, and I think it's closer than people would like to admit. Probably. Yeah, because Hart's been somewhat disappointing this year. He's been disappointing lately. Before, yeah. again, before LeBron went down, Hart was very good, and it it's just more of the stuff that we talked about as far as being a complimentary player, and like he was he was really good when he was being asked to kind of just shoot mm-hmm. and do thing do Josh Hart things, do Philly yeah. and D things. Even though he said he wants to show he's more than that, but I feel like all guys are told to say that they like all guys feel like they have more skills than that. But he was very accepting of that role. He yeah. never really groused about it. He always just which went out is there and valuable, by the way. That is valuable. You compare that to Ingram, and I think it's very valuable. No, it's very valuable. And like he was a good shooter, and then now he's been dealing with some tendonitis issues that have been, I guess, like since like the summer he's been dealing, yeah. or even before that. But like they were kind of flaring up on that recently, and to so the point where he asked out. Yeah, he asked out of the second half which is not standard for Josh Hart. No. But I think that, again, the argument against keeping him is, like, he's just he's not valuable enough that you hold up an Anthony Davis trade. Like, he's, again, the, the key theme with all these guys is they're nice players, mm-hmm. but you don't, and it's not even just any one of them. The entire combination of them yeah. is, like, that is still, I would say, lesser value than Anthony Davis because superstars in a five-man game are the hardest commodity to acquire, and I'm not sure that any of these guys can be superstars at any point. I also and you still need the fringe talent to fill mm-hmm. out the roster, and Hart can definitely be one of those guys. But you can probably get somebody that's as good as Hart, you know, willing to chase a ring that's just a little older. Yeah. Just because Hart's young doesn't mean he's ever going to be significantly more than he is now. No, that as we found out this year, as is, he's kind of plateaued, right? Now maybe he breaks through that plateau. He gets I, healthier. I think he'll get, he'll get a little better. Back. He'll he'll yeah. continue to tick up his percentages, <clears throat> but it's not guaranteed. But I, I think he'll get a little better. He's also get, what? He's also what? Only like a couple years younger than eighty. Yeah, I think he's twenty four. <laughs> Look, eighty is twenty five. Uh, maybe he's twenty three. Yeah, but either way, though, right? Like either, I don't either want to way, misquote his age. He's twenty three. Yeah. So either way, though, you're talking about somebody with you know potentially tremendous upside or actual upside. Period. But eighty's only a couple but years I, older. I think sometimes we get too carried away with saying a guy's young and he has upside. Like Josh Hart is basically what he's. Yeah, gonna he's be. going like, to be his final to get NBA form. At things he's good at. Yeah, but he's not going to like add new skills. I don't think. No, probably not. Like yeah. Hart, pretty much is what he is. He'll be a little better at those things, mm-hmm. but he is what he is, and you don't let that hold up an Anthony Davis trade. And here's the here's the other thing too with all of these guys that I think is really worth noting. It wouldn't shock me at all if they got away from the Lakers and they and they found a situation where teams developed them a little bit better than the Lakers have and became legitimately good NBA players. That would not surprise me with a single player that we're talking about, except for maybe Kyle Kuzma. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Or as you like to call him, Taller Clarkson. I'm I'm just going to remind people in case they skip past that part earlier. Uh, let's let's talk about the last one here. I'll let you make the case. Well, no, I'll make the case for you for Evita Zubac okay. being uh, being. You're going to make me make the case against Evita. No, Zubac. no, no, I just okay. I just want to do. I just want to say this one 
this one. Thing Why would the Lakers money? trade him for a Hall of Fame big man when he's already going to be on that path? <laughs> uh, here's Why do the Lakers need a center? They already have Zubats. I do, I do feel bad that they would trade Ivica Zubats away from his blogger dad. Like that would that would be separating children from their from their blogger parents is tough. It's it's really tough. We've already seen him separated from his player dad in Jordan in uh, Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. So they're they're making him an orphan, an NBA orphan. Yeah. Uh, that would be tough to watch. But give me actual reasonings as to why he would be tough to hold, or or why you would hold on to him. Uh, uh, if in, the Lakers can hold on to Zoo, that's not nothing. Like yeah. just like, like that would be great. They shouldn't let this hold up the trade. But that perfect would be great as a change on. of pace center behind Anthony he Davis. He is exactly the type of center that is not named Anthony Davis that you want with LeBron. He has soft hands, great touch around the rim with both hands. He has like a great, great understanding of where to go out of the like Rajon Rondo last night was raving when we were talking to him about yeah. Zoo. Uh, as far as like for a 21 year old guy, how strong he is and how much of an understanding he has of spaces and how to get open in the pick and roll that's not something that's common for young big men they just mm-hmm. kind of like they have their one speed and they get to the rim or zoo you can see him he's kind of slowly he's looking at his point guard he's got his hands up like he's kind of waiting he's like shifting in and out of spaces in a, like up and down gears mm-hmm. to try and make sure that rondo or whoever has the ball has an angle to get him a lob yeah. or a bounce pass or whatever like he's con- just like the point guard is looking for angles he's also looking for those same, same angles and trying to make them easier mm-hmm. and so with a guy as smart as lebron and, like, we saw what happened with the last time LeBron had a big, sturdy, like, center that ha- could set good screens and was a pretty good finisher around the rim. He got a team to pay him $64 million. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying that Zoo is going to get that kind of contract unless Mitch Kupchak gets out of control this offseason again. <laughs> but, like, Zoo is... Could Zoo you just is a valuable imagine that player pitch meeting for, for... Could you Kupchak? imagine MJ's reaction when Mitch is like, he's like, all right, whoa, all right. MJ, I gotta tell you, I saw this kid firsthand in the Los Angeles Lakers organization. He's seven foot tall. He has tall hands. <laughs> out of <laughs> it's like the Lakers are willing to let him go. Where's Where's he from? Where's Where's Zubats from? Croatia. He's from Croatia. He spent some time. He spent some time developing in Croatia. We were able to get him because he did not want to stay there longer than he had to be. That shows me he has fire, MJ. He has fire to come over here and show that he can be better than Timothy Moskov. Yeah, I mean, I think I, honestly, like maybe he can be like, "Hey, we saw something in Zoo. We always said it was going to take until he was about twenty-two or twenty-three to really show the stardom. He's showing flashes. Yeah, we could get him he's, now. He's having a legitimately no, very he's having cool year. A, an incredible year. He yeah. went from like like he. I remember I remember talking to him in the preseason in the locker room after a game, and like he he had just gotten. I think it was a preseason start, and he had not he he played okay, but it wasn't great. And like you could tell, he was not happy with how training camp had gone. And so I was just talking to him about it and man he just like he looked like he was like just upset with how things had went for him because mm-hmm. he saw that role that he was given like when the Lakers signed JaVale McGee as their only on the other center we all took it as a sign that they were pretty confident okay, in Zubat is, is, and then yeah. he got that illness and he the way he was talking about it, he's just like I could not breathe like I could barely get up and down the floor like his conditioning was just shot and he had to regain that like mm-hmm. and he was upset because he had spent all season and all or all off season working on that and getting into the best shape of his life and now we're seeing the results of that. And, like, he deserves credit for staying ready and all that stuff. And, you know, like, the Pelicans are going to enjoy him. Yeah. <laughs> I th- who of these guys do you think is going to be the easiest to keep? 
Well, Zoo. I mean, I just think, like... Do you, really? Because he I was do. named. He was named specifically. I think Hart's the easiest one they keep. Maybe. Like, he's the one that's like... <laughs> Maybe it's Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He, he wasn't named! Yeah, it's that's so wild. That, oh. was, that was... Like, you and I You and I were sitting there, we... Well, for Maybe one thing... Maybe they just forgot him. They just were like, oh, yeah. That's not better! Typo. <laughs> Maybe that's it was just a bad. typo, like you adding his name to the headline. I, well, I thought for sure he'd be in it. I thought for sure he'd be in it, and then he wasn't. Leave it to you to like fact check your own aggregations. Uh, I think we should spend some time. This is this is always a priority for me. Uh, we should spend some time laughing at the Boston Celtics. Yeah, Danny Ainge went. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Danny Ainge compared LeBron James. To Donald Trump, somebody whom LeBron called a bum and has been publicly very open and loathing entirely and compared him to that person. LeBron James and Donald Trump have, like, the, like, antagonistic relationship you and I have on Twitter, but it's not, like, in loving – No. It's not, like, in a loving way. No. It's just, like, they're looking they for an opportunity each other. to go after each other. Yeah. yeah. And Ainge thought it was a good idea to piss off Rich Paul, who manages in Anthony Davis – by likening his closest childhood like, friend. Ha, ha, ha. I'm just a, no. He made the mistake that a lot of reporters have made over the years. Of he said something on the radio that he thought nobody would listen to and wouldn't make it out in print form and would just be like a funny anecdote. Yeah. And and then like, he's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. It would it would sure be funny if like I made this joke about LeBron liking a t- to talk himself up like Donald Trump. Now, maybe, Very topical humor. Good job, Danny. Maybe Ainge and, thought it was a compliment. Oh God. <laughs> You're wrong for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like what I what I'm looking at here is his like, fans probably thought it was. Yeah, that's that's for sure. But we, what you're looking at here though is you look at like what are you doing? What's the what's the positive to this? And and I was just trying to think of if the Lakers pull off this trade and they trade for Anthony Davis and Rob Polinka goes out and gives his typical biblical speech. Do you think he thanks Danny Ainge personally? Yeah, I mean, he might. Like, like Danny Ainge saying this was like mana from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Danny. Danny. I, I, I need to, off-season goal, I need to read the Bible so that I can make more jokes about Rob Polinka's analogies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, more educated and ready I with, just like, watched similar like, uh, it's, references. It's, it's like a short series, a miniseries on, on Netflix. It's like Danny making those comments was like parting the Red Sea for us to go... <laughs> Actually, the the, the uh, delivered Anthony Davis the to the promised wear land. Those weird, really weird red alternatives, so it works. Yeah. It works. There we go. Party of the it. Red Sea. Uh, all right, we should. We have a couple things that we have to get to to tidy up the rest of the show. We got to talk about. Are, we got to talk about LeBron's groin. So we as we are on hashtag groin watch, um, it We're, would seem that LeBron will not play tonight when the Lakers take on the. Or tomorrow night. 76ers. We're releasing this as soon as this. Oh, that's true. So, so. Tuesday night when the mm-hmm. Lakers take on the Philadelphia 76ers. and uh, but. LeBron posted a couple photos on Instagram from, like, after Lakers practice. And I'm going to read you this caption, okay? I'm going to show you these, like, it's got some pictures of him working out. Oh, wait. Nope. Why did it go away? (laughs) Okay, here we go. Um, So, got some pictures of LeBron working out. He's looking pretty muscular, pretty serious, like, Mm -hmm. ready to get back to the gym. No groin shots. Yeah, no. Well, fortunately for us, or, like, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. So, this is his caption. Almost that time again. I've missed you so damn much. Anthony Davis. <laughs> no, it's just like 
And then it's uh, it's like that emoji where the guy's like shooting like air out of his nose. That, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, that was great. Can you do that sound effect like closer into the mic? A lion emoji, a speaking emoji, and then like an emoji of is there a unibrow emoji? It looks like a guy with candy coming. Is there out like of his a head. Cander pill? But then LeBron's hashtags are always phenomenal. Oh yeah, and they're, they're complete professional hashtags. Professional like no, but LeBron's athlete. are especially. Oh really? They're like they're, they're even, yeah. They're, like Kobe's are pretty dad like. Well, so are Kobe's, yeah. but LeBron, LeBron's are even more so. Like, hashtag been a caged angry lion. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one hashtag. <laughs> hashtag strive for greatness, and then there's okay. a rocket emoji, and then hashtag James Gang and a crown emoji, and then he says photo credit. Oh, at Gradient Visuals. He, he cre- credited Daryl, who, uh, you know. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, friend of a, a good friend of mine from when we worked together at Lakers Nation. He shoots great photos. He shot uh, my fiance's engagement fo- or not engagement uh, graduation photos. Oh, so I was gonna say I would I would hope so they you, were your engagement photos too. No, they're just hers. Just hers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do think so. Hashtag been a caged angry Can lion I, killed me. It took. I want you to know how much self control it took. That <laughs> popped up on the podcast at like minute ten, uh-huh. and I opened that up. And I was just like, I can't, I can't react. Anthony's talking. He's making a serious point. Like, and I was like, I got to save this for the end of the show. But, uh, so it looks like, so if he's going through, through some scrimmaging, some, you know, contact and all that stuff, uh, we're nearing the end of this thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I was actually somewhat surprised he wasn't going to go against Philadelphia, but you know, whatever. I'm I'm cool with playing it conservatively. Can I give you? They a want to showcase to the Pelicans their young core versus Philly's young core. Oof. Bad call. <laughs> they should bench all of their young guys. Mo Wagner, 48 minutes. Oh, we we actually didn't get through the whole Lakers. Oh young no, core. we aren't. So no, we're not going to do this. So like Mo, <laughs> See, what's what the case for? <laughs> Well, in his, you just picked him in the first round. In the five minutes that he's played, that this is year. the end of the case. Yeah, like, uh, but I, I so I have a conspiracy theory. Can I give it? Can I? Yeah. Can I I'm go? Re- hey, I busted out an entire ass like <laughs> <laughs> graphic thing on an audio on an audio, yeah, on audio forum. Well, I thought we were going to record video. Yeah. But. Uh, so we have. I, I don't have my tinfoil hat with me. It's usually in my office at all times, but I'm not wearing it currently. Do you want to put on the fedora? No. no <laughs> good, with, good, good with not doing that either. <laughs> uh, but let's, let's put it this way. Anthony Davis floats this, this trade demand out there, and it leaks publicly. So now pressure is on the New Orleans Pelicans to trade him in the near future, right? He does not, however... Mention the Lakers. Yeah. Rich Paul says that if you are thinking about trading for him, come talk to us and we'll let you know whether or not. It, it was reported Anthony, that Rich Paul is willing to like tell other teams. I don't think he on the record said that. Right. I just want to clarify. Well, what it, however yeah, it, came it, out, it would appear that if you, if you go to them, they'll tell you if they're interested or not. Which is like. That's such a baller move. Do you think. I, I love the fact that, can I just say as an aside, that he's doing all of this on the record. Oh, me He's too. just like, there's no doubt about where the rumors are coming from. It's yeah. like, a, how legit is this? Like, right. not that you'd ever really doubt a Woj report because he's always like, yeah. he's pretty bold. But like, Rich Paul just like, in a statement to ESPN, is just like, yep, we're asking out. We wanted to give them time. We're so. out of here. Uh, so, but he, Anthony Davis has still yet to, and this is subject to change. This might change over the next week or so. Uh, but he has yet to ask for a trade to the Lakers specifically. 
He has not gone so far as to say that he will not re-sign anywhere other than the Lakers. We're still waiting on that bit of information, which would set everything to the nth degree, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh he has kind of said it's it's a, it's apparently reported out there that Chris Haynes reported that Davis does not want to be a Celtic. Not that he does not; they are not a top target. They aren't a top target or yeah. whatever it is because of concerns about Kyrie Irving staying long term if he does go there, which yeah. is like and again probably the Trump thing. Like I don't know, yeah. you know, I'm I'm sure it probably played a role. But here's my tinfoil conspiracy thing: it was reported last week that. LeBron's camp, not LeBron, but LeBron's camp wants a coaching change. Yes, I'm sure acting completely independently. Yeah, of LeBron. definitely they, not LeBron. Definitely not listening to him. No, no. He, and, why, and why would LeBron's camp do what LeBron wanted? They he, do their own thing. Everybody knows that. And he didn't exactly come out and like quell any of those. He didn't squash any of those those rumors. No, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't read what's written about him, Anthony. He oh, just, he's point. just too busy. Hashtag striving for greatness. <laughs> angry cage lion or whatever yeah, it is. He was being in a, he was in his cage and he was just an angry. He yeah. can't read in his cage. No, nope. no Wi-Fi in his cage. He's just caged <laughs> up in a lion suit. <laughs> so, so what do you think? All right, here's my crazy conspiracy theory. LeBron is holding out, not on his groin, because I don't want to. I don't want to speculate about an, an athlete's. You don't want to speculate injury. about another man's junk. No. I don't want to. But what if he's holding out until the Lakers make a coaching change? And that's what the that's what Anthony Davis is waiting for. As soon as the Lakers fire Luke Walton, that's when Anthony Davis says, okay, yeah, now I definitely want to be a that is Los really Angeles Lakers. You get like the 4.01 a.m. Like Luke Walton has been relieved of his duties. Like 4.03, Anthony Davis like tweets. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm ready to be a Laker. 4.05, Monty Williams leaves the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, has requested permission to interview for the Lakers job. Yeah. It's all happening. This, it's house all of, happening. this is starting to seem like House of Cards, man. The more and more everything goes on. Would I would would if I, if that actually plays out that way? Like, do I get to go by Nostradamus from now on? Do I get to? Uh, no. I'm Nostra not. ad Damas. Not your best. Do you think I? Why, it's been a missed opportunity that Domin doesn't go by Nostra Domin. Like if he produced, if he predicted something like that, he should. He's always by. predicting stuff, but it's always just troll things, and like <laughs> half of them come true. Nostra Domin. Uh, so where would you where would you put that conspiracy? Like would you float that to? No, because I don't think that they like. I I think the injury is legit, and like having gone through a groin injury. No, myself, not the injury. I, not the, oh. the the AD waiting to to request oh. a trade to the Lakers. Then. No, I don't think because like what is he know about Luke Walton honestly like everything from Chris from Rich Paul well yes but at the same time like he's making decisions that are the best for himself like I don't think that he would hold off on that I think it's more just so that like the NBA doesn't and the Pelicans don't penalize the Lakers in any way like whether that's via an official like action or whether that's like the Pelicans just saying no we're going to trade him anywhere but there you know yeah like I think that that's more just like he's that's the that's real the G's moving silence. That's the <laughs> like lasagna, but that's the situation though to to bring this thing full circle and get us out of here. That's the thing that the Lakers need to avoid at all costs is any situation that pisses off the the, the Pelicans to a point where they are not willing to work with the Lakers. Just like we saw with the Pacers, just like we saw with the Spurs, and 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 as we've seen with other situations, we've seen we've yet to seen a player 
requests to be traded to a situate to a to a specific team or or put out what they wanted. Yeah, we've yet to see that happen. Yeah, and I don't think it's a coincidence. I, I think it's it. What, what the Lakers need to do here is is try to work with the New Orleans Pelicans to ensure that they're at least open to the idea of sending Anthony Davis where he wants to go. Yep. I think I do want to, before we wrap up here, finally, I do want to read uh, Sad Dispatches from Pelicans Practice, our new possibly recurring segment, depending on how long this goes on. Yep. So this is from uh, Scott, at Scott D. Kushner on Twitter. He's, uh, I guess, a columnist reporter for The Advocate, which I guess is a local New Orleans outlet. And he, so these were two of his tweets from the Pelicans Practice today. A very professional interview by Drew Holiday in mm. difficult circumstances, basically being thrust in front of the media to answer for Davis's decision. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a post practice interview, man. It's yeah. not that serious. Like yeah. I know, like like, and then so you know what then, that you know that like it's well, literally him bitching because he doesn't get a quote from Anthony. Let, Davis. Let's keep going. Let's he keep doesn't going. get those retweets. Let me be the cranky media guy for a moment. Okay, a grant, permission granted. Permission to go there. We're already there. Anthony Davis was in the facility today and simply declined to speak about his decision. Instead, he made Alvin Gentry and Drew Holiday answer questions about the circumstance he created. Yes, Anthony Davis, I would imagine, stood there with his arms crossed, and he mm-hmm. was like, Alvin's going to take that question. Do you think— uh, do All you these th- guys can no comment. It's not that hard. I've seen guys do it a million times. You do can you, say, I don't want to talk about that. Do you think— like, It's not— Do you think carrying, I know it's obviously an awkward situation, but it, this is not like— Anthony Davis did not, like— Walk them to their deaths or dooms. Like he did you, not. He did not choose to make them available for practice today. Do like, you think Anthony or do you think Drew Holiday's back is going to suffer from carrying the cross that he did today? <laughs> there's, there's no benefit to Anthony Davis talking on the record about this. There's like there's very little benefit and possibly huge downside. You never yeah. want to be the guy that's trashing a place on his. He's way already out. on the verge of potentially getting fined. Yeah. Like if he goes out there and he says, "Yeah, this is kind of sort of going on." Now yeah. he officially gets fined. Yeah, like, exactly. there's just like, I don't know. This stuff is ridiculous sometimes. I, I, there's nothing better, and by better, I mean the absolute effing worst. There is nothing worse to me than local media reporter acting as if they're the victim because so-and-so athlete didn't speak publicly. Shut up. You're, they, you're enti- I knew this was going to get you going. I, your entire industry is falling uh, apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on now. Come on. Let's not celebrate people losing their I'm jobs. Not, I'm not celebrating losing their jobs. I'm just saying that the guy is focused on the wrong thing here and how he fits into the story. Like, it's why I can't. Yeah, it's not about you. That's, it's a, like, that's the bottom just line. Just let it go, dude. You. Just yeah. let it go. All right. That'll do it for this episode of The Lake Show. Yep. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm, I'm, I'm being told I have to go here before I get myself fired. Yes, and, we we are, and also I have another podcast to go record. We do have, I'm going to tease this, we have hopefully a very special guest coming next Monday or coming next Tuesday. We uh, we were supposed to have this guest today, but we weren't able, able to make it work for obvious reasons because mm-hmm. of the Anthony Davis craziness. That I just found and out. So before it's actually we Anthony live. Davis. And <laughs> no, um, <laughs> we're going to have a good guest for you guys next week, and we will talk to you then. Have a good one.